Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It is a final, and the results are good. Another victory for the Milwaukee Brewers. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, there's Evan Heffelfinger. My name is Tim Allen, and the Brewers get it done in 10 innings, 3-2. The final as Luis Urias, as we've been tracking this year, got some clutch in him, doesn't he? In a big crowd at American Family Field, 23,000-plus. I, I guess just shy of 24,000 in this one, uh, happy to witness the walk-off win for the crew. Their fifth consecutive victory, guys, to uh, run their mark now to 29-25. and 25. And when you think about the four over 500, everybody is going to point to a couple of different numbers here. A 17-10 and 10 start through the first 27 games. So you're, you're plus seven. You're seven games over 500. After losing 13 of 17, guys, now think about this. They lose the next 13 of 17 to go under 500. Now you're crawling back. You're, you're right there. We're just a, you're just a, a couple of wins away from getting back to that seven over mark. And as we've uh, discussed over the past couple of weeks, when you bottom out, if you bottom out around the 500 mark, when you do get on a little bit of a run, this is what happens. You, you dig back out, and then you kind of hang out five, six, seven, eight games over 500. Huge victory for the Brewers today. Didn't waste a Corbin Burns performance in this one. He goes six innings, allows just one run. Willie Adamas with a home run. We'll get to our uh, recap in, in just a little bit. 
the uh, bullpen and and Suter and Boxberger. I mean, how many times are you going to go to these guys, go into the well again, and these guys are getting it done on a consistent basis? I will say this, that you know they're probably going to need another arm out there, as we've been discussing, but for now, they're getting it done, and the pitching just, again, outstanding starting pitching for the Brewers here in the 2021 championship season. 54 games in the books at a 29 and 25 mark. That is exactly one third of the championship season. One third in. Now, I will point this out to you. They're not in first place. When you are in first place on June 1st, you run a 59% chance to win the division. Now, this is going back to uh, 1995, the wild card era. Um, so 59% chance to win the division. They're right there, uh, but certainly not in that number one slot. But, hey, play better baseball, which they are. Hitting's coming around a little bit, a little bit more. I mean, you struggle to get some runs today. But uh, they, they get the victory, 10 innings. And, well, I should not be remiss in bunting in the 10th inning again. Thursday, you did it. Bottom of the 10th inning. You need a run to win the game. They bunted that that day, got the victory. They bunted today. Same guy, too, Keston Hira, got the victory. You're in a situation here where you, Craig Council is, again, still trying to figure out this extra inning situation. We all are, but they get it done today. So 54 games in. Now, you've, you've, you've heard the old adage uh, on this show and many others that you win 54, you lose 54, and it's the other 54 that determines your success or failure. Now we're 54 games in, four uh, games over 500. We did this at the, at the quarter turn, at the 40-game mark, a couple of weeks ago. Now we do it again here at the one-third mark. What do you give them? You give them a thumbs up? You give them a passing grade? Do you give them a successful first third of the season? How do you, how do you line up? How you look at this team through exactly one-third of the season. 414-799-1250. And uh, as, you know, again, we look at American Family Field. You guys, um, just amazing uh, getting into it. Uh, I'm not sure if they're doing anything on the scoreboard there, because I'm not there. But there's certain situations when it, when it gets to two strikes on guys like Peralta, Guys like uh, Brandon Woodruff, guys like today, Corbin Burns, is is the uh, scoreboard sort of prompting the the fans there, the crowd there, to kind of get into it. I'd be pretty impressed if they didn't. <laughs> I'd be I'd be really impressed with Brewer fans kind of feeling it in a certain situation, two outs and a a two two count uh, in in Corbin Burns situation today. You guys are lighting it up there. That was that was pretty cool. But the 54 games in, how do you grade that out, guys? 414-799-1250. Maybe not just a letter grade, but just any kind of grade. Scale of 1 to 10, pass or fail. Uh, let's see, incomplete. I think you could throw that out there, too, since it's just one-third. I'll tell you, uh, for me, I think it's extremely successful. 
are the terms that I would put on this. That's the terminology I would use. And I know they're not in first place. But extremely successful based on everything they've gone through this year. I mean, uh, Evan, we'll welcome you in. Uh, welcome to the show. And uh, hopefully everyone's doing okay here with the extended weekend. But uh, how would you grade them out? 54 games in one-third. The team itself, I think I would have to give probably around a C, C plus, maybe up to a B minus, just absolutely carried by the pitching staff. I, I think that the, we knew that there were going to be some growing pains, especially with that offense, but yeah. maybe not to the extent that we've seen. The pitching staff has been absolutely out of this world, especially the starting pitchers. They get an A plus 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 plus. Oh, for sure. So everything together, I don't want to say it's an inconclusive grade because of all the injuries and the inconsistency, but I think they've been a little bit better than we all expected, even accounting for how bad the offense has been. So I think probably around a C plus, maybe up to a B minus for me. Yeah, see, I'm going to go a little bit higher than that. 54 games in here. That's the one-third mark. We're getting to you know, the middle third of the season here, June 1st, tomorrow. I, and, and I find it difficult uh, or challenging for me to get into that A category because of the offense. As you mentioned, the offense just – it's so tough for me to go, to go there, if you will. But in terms of being opportunistic, in terms of trying to figure out ways to win, maybe that elevates at least that offensive grading as, as uh, we look at the first third. I've, I think it's extremely successful. I do. And, and that's why you, you win as a team. And that's what, what I will default to. I don't mean to cop out on that offense. The offense has not been good. But you do win as a team. That's, that's going to be my fallback here. I got to go. It's just, is there a middle ground between a B-plus and an A-minus? I guess there's not, is, isn't there? Yeah. I guess if you want to get into like the percentages, like a true student report card. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe we will get into that because I, I guess I, I missed the memo on on GPAs. Now they can be above four point zero. I never knew that until just a few years ago. Like you can only, get a four point two zero or something. Yeah, only some schools do that. My sister, she just actually had her high school graduation on Saturday, and her valedictorian was like a four point three GPA. <laughs> I I don't know. My don't class, know works. we had seven valedictorians and four salutatorians because we didn't have weighted grades and seven people had 4.0s, and they didn't yeah. want to pick just one. Well, participation trophies, too. That, that'll work. 414-799-1250. Get into our game recap here. As we go back to 110 this afternoon, Corbin Burns, a couple of punch-outs in that first inning in a 1-2-3 frame. Yelich, a two-out base hit in the bottom half. No score into that second inning of play today. Burns laboring in the second inning after one out, two consecutive base hits, then a walk, but... A strikeout and a ground out gets him out of that jam. That's a big spot right there. A couple of base runners to start in the second inning for the crew. Kane and Narvaez with base hits. Keston hits into a rocket double play. Boy, when it rains, it pours for Keston here. I, I will say, Urias with a deeper line out. No score into that third inning. 
Neither team scores in the third or the fourth. Burns uh, double given up with uh, two outs in that third. Brewers, Yelich let off with a walk in the fourth. But a pop-up caught stealing by uh, Yelich. And uh, they moved to the fifth inning scoreless here this afternoon. Um, Burns walked a man in the fifth, but a scoreless frame. Keston with a uh, double play, uh, playing much better defense, Keston here at first base. Uh, Through the five scoreless, uh, five punch outs for Corbin Burns. Returning the favor, one, two, three. Keston with a rocket. Another rocket for an out into the sixth inning. Scoreless today. They get to Burns in the sixth inning. Leadoff base hit. Well, actually two of them. He faces Miguel Cabrera. Hits into a double play, leaving the runner at third with two outs. Then a long at bat from the former Brewer, Jonathan Scope. And I am stunned that there was not any changeup thrown in a 10-pitch sequence right there. I just, uh, I mean, Scope was, they were just playing pepper. Scope was all over him. A uh, couple of deep shots, foul. I mean, I, I don't understand why the change of pace. If you lose him, you lose him. And you got first and third with, with the two outs. But that was a head scratcher to me. And Scope, wouldn't you know it, comes up with an RBI base hit for Jonathan Scope. One zip into the bottom of the sixth inning. Well, the Brewers battle back in the sixth. A leadoff walk by Robertson, pinch hitting for Burns. Colton Wong then hits into a fielder's choice to cut down Robertson at second base. And it, uh, I mean, this guy, this guy again, settling into the two-hole position offensively, Willie Adamas changes the scoreboard. 3-2. Fly ball right field, well struck. Thomas goes up. Yeah, two to one with that one swing of the bat. Trevor Richards coming on for the seventh inning. Richards into some trouble. This is what we were talking about. They may need another arm. No, they do need another arm in that bullpen. Lead off home run to tie the game up, then a base hit. Suter getting ready in a big hurry right there. Richards gets a strikeout, then a flare to right center. This is pretty pivotal here. Lorenzo Cain makes a play and wants to throw, kind of contorting his body, trying to throw to first to uh, double off the runner. And he he gets hurt on the play as um, a wholesale change is made right there for Craig Council. A lot of moving parts in that uh, seventh inning. As he goes to get Suter, Kane comes out of the game, Bradley in, Yelich to right, Shaw into first, and Keston Hira moves to left field, has never played there in the big leagues. And I would be hard-pressed to say if, if he's ever played in the outfield in his professional career. And wouldn't you know it, on the first pitch by Brent Suter, the ball's hit right out to him, and he makes the grab to end the frame, I have a little bit bigger problem in him not knowing how many outs there were, but eh, the Brewers win today. I won't go crazy on that. 2-2, bottom seven. Lead-off base hit for Travis Shaw in the bottom of the seventh inning. Omar pops it up. Keston strikes out. 
One for 19 since Keston's return from the minors. Uria strikes out to end that frame. 2-2 two, two to the eighth. It's going to stay there, guys. Suter, a quick 1-2-3 eighth inning. Nice play defensively for Colton Wong in that frame. Brewers in order in that eighth inning. Josh Hader in for the ninth, and you know what happens there. Well, there's nothing there. Two-out double by Shaw in the bottom of the ninth inning. Can we get a walk-off in the ninth inning? Uh, No. It goes to extras into the tenth inning. Boxberger in big time. After the Tigers sacrifice the auto runner over to third base, you're going to need a punch-out or a pop-up. How about a punch-out and a punch-out to get out of it and set the stage for the Brewers in the bottom of the tenth inning? Auto runner Omar Narvaez at second base, just like they did on Thursday. Keston Hero with a bat in his hand. Craig Council made mention of that after the game on Thursday. Keston's a good bunner, and he gets it done. Moving Omar over to third base, and it set the stage for Luis Urias. Another 1-2 pitch on its way to Luis Urias. Fly ball right center field. That should be well deep enough. Reyes can't catch up. It bounces on the warning track and over the wall. The Brewers are going to win it in 10 innings. It's Luis Urias on this Memorial Day. That dude's got a little clutch in him, doesn't he? The Brewers get the 10-inning victory, 3-2 the final, 414-799-1250 as they win uh, five consecutive games now. They get four games over 500. They're just three away from their high-water mark, and that to me is the key. And they're 54 games in here, guys. Huge win for the crew today. They're, I, guess, I guess from my perspective, Evan, you can attest to this. I, in, it, in my world, they're all huge victories, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. I and mean, You take – it could be a game on May 13th. It could be a game on September 22nd. You wouldn't know if there was anything different. You are – Tune in the entire time. Yeah, the same same thing. Same same go get them passion. Uh, 54 games in. That's 130, guys. 54, 54, 54. That final 54, well, in any order, determines your season. How do you grade these guys out? Put a term on it. Not just a letter. Put a term on it. Good? Decent? Okay? Holding their own? Put a phrase to it? I think it's extremely good. And you have to put everything into context, what they've been through in those 54 games. You got a guy, Christian Yelich, that has no no power right now. You've got Jackie Bradley Jr. and, and Keston Hira not providing much of anything. Lorenzo Kane just starting to get it together here. You've, you've got a couple of trades here involving shortstops. You have to put all of the injuries into this equation, you guys figure it out for me because I think it's extremely good. I I would say extremely successful. That's the way I would put it. 414-799-1250 and take a break. Going to hear from Craig Council coming up. I'm sure we'll hear from Luis Urias as well. Corbin Burns, six innings of one-run ball. Pretty decent bounce back after his last outing. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, as always, on 1250 AM, The Fan and Odyssey Station. 
Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. On the fan. Crew gets it done today in 10 innings in walk-off fashion, sending the biggest crowd since 2019 home happy and 23,000-plus at American Family Field for a 3-2-10 inning victory. How do you like you guys getting used to this um, extra innings situation here? Are you getting used to the strategy of this? Because I'm still figuring things out. I think to a large degree, a lot of baseball fans, analysts, players, managers are still trying to, 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 to sort of get their own strategy to it. And I'm not sure that's going to come real easy. It was last year, and then it's the first third this year. But I, I can be honest, I, I don't have all the answers to the extra frame rules, the runner at second base with, with nobody out. Um, I would tend to lean on the side of how they've done it now on both Thursday and today. I would lean in that direction, but it's, it's not my verdict yet. I, I know this, uh, with a runner at second base and nobody out, I don't need a hit. I don't actually need a hit to win that baseball game when it's tied bottom half at home. That's, that's, that's where I'm leaning it's tough to get a hit these days in Major League Baseball, isn't it? Tough to, to I'm talking about an actual hit. Single, double, homer, triple. So if I don't need one of those to win a game, that's where I would sort of lean. Depends on the personnel, depends on the situation, depends on who's pitching. It depends. A lot of factors in there. They get it done today. ABC Audio Video Play of the Game. It's the Brewers, well, now super utility man with a bat in his hand and the game on the line, bottom of the 10th inning. Another 1-2 pitch on its way to Luis Urias. Fly ball right center field. That should be well deep enough. Reyes can't catch up. It bounces on the warning track and over the wall. The Brewers are going to win it in 10 innings. It's Luis Urias on this Memorial Day. There it is on Bally Sports Wisconsin. Jeff Levering on the call as the Brewers, again, get the 3-2 victory. And I'm still trying to get used to uh, Luis Urias and the pronunciation. Uh, Carlos just checked in and, and reminded me that, you know, it's tough sometimes these guys, uh, you're hearing all different pronunciations, even a Dan Vogel Bach versus Bach. And, and we went through it with... Uh, Gene or Jean Segura, you know, it's, it's tough. Once, once it locks in, it locks in. So it's Luis Urias. Is that right? Does that sound right, Evan? Yeah, I believe it was Urias with the Urias. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Carlos, thank you. I appreciate that. I'll, and again, (laughs) it took me how many weeks to lock in Vogel back versus box. So I appreciate you. You tuned in Carlos. That's cool. 799-1250, so 54 games in, guys. That's one-third mark, and that old baseball adage, the old 54 rule or the 54 theory, every single team in Major League Baseball wins 54, and they're going to lose 54 
and that final 54 sorted out the way you want, um, that's, that will determine some success and failure of, of your championship season. So how would you then grade this out? What kind of phrase would you put on this? Decent with a 29 and 25 mark? Good? I say extremely successful. I really do. Now, I think there's, there's a ceiling there. You just look at the batting averages. There's, there's a ceiling there. Man, this team can get going offensively. They're going to be a tough, tough customer. This is one third in. This isn't just a little sample size, guys. I think it's official now. And you look at the next week or so, you're going to have to get some offense you know, from some of these guys. You're going to have to do something about it. It's, it's that simple. You go the next seven, ten days, and you're still seeing some of this stuff going on. You're going to have to – I don't have the answers. That's why David Stearns is, is paid a, a ton of money. But I will say this. You let it go another couple of weeks. You start chewing on this middle third of the season. You're going to have to do something about it. Well, he did do something about it. He brought in uh, Willie Adamas. All right, 414-799-1250. Craig Council coming up in just a little bit. Let's get Nate in here. Nate, you're on the fan. 3-2-10 innings. Crew gets it done today. How you doing, Tim? Missed you yesterday, man. Uh, Turned on the radio, didn't hear your voice. I was like, what's going on? uh, I uh, have, yeah, I I really would like to go into it, but. No comment. Yeah, I just, I can't comment on it. I I really can't. Understandable, understandable. Um, but um, I definitely feel that um, it's uh, been good. Um, the first 54 games, uh, dealing with all the injuries and stuff. I mean, if you would tell me that um, Christian Ellis would have missed half of, ha- almost half of the games, and we would be four games over, um, I probably wouldn't believe you. So I guess it's good at that point, probably C C average. Um, but I definitely do think that uh, it showed today. We need we. We we gave up. I, I like. I'm starting to like the, the Adamas trade a little bit. Not doing the fact that you gave up two arms for him, but we got to find a. We got to find some arms to replace those two because um, this guy Trevor Richardson. I don't know if I don't know if he's the solution to the to the empty void that we have in the bullpen. And and I agree with you on what you just said. If um, we got to we giving time to these guys who's struggling hitting wise. Um, in the next couple of weeks or so, if if nothing if the, if nothing trends upward, we got to start looking to um, improve because this pitcher staff is is great. I mean, um, Corbin Burns that that uh, I think it was the uh, third inning where he had uh, runners on second and third mm-hmm. and didn't give up anything. Oh my goodness, that that was that was filthy. Um, and we got to take advantage of this while we can. So I do agree with you. If things don't start shaking, if things don't start shaking uh, up a little bit soon, then we're gonna have to. David Stearns is gonna have to look into um, getting some, get, trying to get some better offense um, yep. um, through here. Yep, that's it, Nate. I uh, look forward to our conversations all all summer long. I really do. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. You say replace both those arms in Rasmussen and Fireeyes, and I I would say it. Okay, I'll meet you in the middle. You're going to need one. Uh, and now, again, I, I do, obviously, uh, longtime listeners, you guys know, I'm going to root for 
and and support everybody in a Brewers uniform. I, I will say that. But I'm also gonna gonna just give you my opinion too. And and anytime you have a guy that you know has, and I I don't want to really rip on the on the dude Trevor Richards, uh, the aforementioned. But the uh, let's just talk odds. The odds of when when you are toiling in in indie ball independent leagues and you're flipping around here you don't know if your career is going to you know take take a hold and there are success stories don't get me wrong there are but the odds are against you a little bit they are and to rely on one of those guys which in this case is Trevor Richards is that's tough it, it really is and he's he's a fastball change guy um and again he's in the big big leagues for a reason but our bullpen in Milwaukee here, because, of course, it's ours, um, we're used to kind of dominating, aren't we? The, the, the past, uh, how many years? We're used to watching a Brewers bullpen that is just dominating, the, the, the majority of them out there, and to rely on that guy that, they, hey, if, if he's part of it, fine, but if he's an integral Part of it, ooh, that's a little bit of a gamble. So, Nate, I'm with you on that. Now, I will disagree with you. C average on the 54. Come on, Nate. Give me a little bit better than that. They're four games over 500. Five-game winning streak. Pitching lights out. Offense opportunistic. I don't know. Maybe I'm stretching it there. 799-1250. How would you phrase the first 54 games? One-third in, guys. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Joe. Joe, you're next on the fan. Three, two, and ten today. Another victory. Five straight. Hi, Tim. I'd say it's not bad. But, but I have a question for you. I didn't understand the strategy. Why would Council take uh, Garcia out of the game and put Yelich in right and then Hira in left field? What, what was the point of that? Yeah, I wondered the same thing. I did. I wondered the exact same thing. And Bradley then stays in. Was there a double switch prior to that, though? And that, that would be my thinking, that that was expected anyway. He ran thin on his bench, for sure. Had this thing extended a little bit more, they might have been in trouble and had one of these uh, pitchers bat. Well, yeah, I mean, why take an outfielder out of the game and put an infielder in the outfield who has a bad arm? I don't... Well, I that's don't where you hide... That. But that, that is where you would hide the bad arm. Is right. left field in the big league. I think you should hide in the dugout. Is what you <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, all right, so you say not bad. Thanks, thanks for right, the call. Thanks, Tim. All right, <laughs> you got it. Uh, let's see, Mike, you're next at 799-1250. What's happening, Mike? How do you grade it out? Jimmy missed you yesterday. Yeah, because I know that. I apologize. Listen, I apologize all right. for all right. Okay. I did two all-rod shows Saturday and I was on my deathbed Sunday, too. So, you know, what do you think? I think these extra inning games, they're nice, and they win in them. I don't want no six cigarettes, two inning, extra inning games. <laughs> okay. Let's get some leads, right? And yeah. this is a Thomas. This guy's a stud. He's a spark plug, really too. I really know what he was doing. I questioned him. Is he good? Oh, yeah, well, I, again, it's, it depends on what you expect out of him. He's he's a 
he's more than a solid Major League Baseball player. I think there's intangibles around him that uh, we're still figuring things out. Isn't that that play Colt Longmead? I mean, on his knees? Oh, God. So how do you grade it out, Mike? What what kind of terminology would you use to grade the first third of the season here today? Better than not. Okay. I think, I think they're all right. I really do. Okay, I good think, good deal, Mike. Thanks, thanks for the call. You, yeah, go. He's gone. Uh, Okay, we we did we did. Sorry, I'm sorry about that, Mike. Uh, you had one of the more successful Memorial Day weekends in Milwaukee sports history. Think about that. If there's a better one, you're gonna have to show it to me. Sweep the Nationals, the Milwaukee Bucks, sweep the Miami Heat. It's, it's sort of spring cleaning over the weekend here with Milwaukee sports. I borrowed my ex-wife's broom to sweep the Nationals over the weekend. That's <laughs> pretty good situation to be in. 414-799-1250. Uh, we're going to hear from Craig Council coming up how you would grade out or at least define the first uh, 54 games of the season, exactly one-third, two months of the six months of the grind of Major League Baseball, having a blast here. There's been some downs, but there's been a lot of ups, and right now they're on the upswing, and I expect success here this week with this baseball team. Two against the Tigers, four against an awful D-backs team. That they better come out of this. I, I, you know, I, I probably don't want to put a, a bunch of numbers on it, but maybe I'll think about it during the break here, and I'll come back. What, in, including one game in now, so that elevates things a little bit. But out of those six games this week at American Family Field, I expect success. It's time to put the accelerator down a little bit here, as of late, and start taking care of business especially offensively. All right, we'll get to Craig Council uh, on the other side, 414-799-1250. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. 3-2 victory. Their fifth straight took 10 today. We'll be right back. 1250 AM, The Fan and Odyssey Station. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. changing your mind on um, value of bunting in those situations, or is this just player specific again? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it's ironically, it was literally the same, you know, four players that were going to be involved in the inning uh, with Narvaez on second and Keston up and Louie and Jackie behind him. So um, yeah, it, it's situational, um, but I think Keston shows you he's a good bunner. Um, and, and so that I feel like the chance for success on the sack bun is way up with Keston. And I think so that that's a good reason to do it right there. 
Fred Kesson did a lot of little things today to help you guys win, didn't he? Yeah, I did. Um, you know, played good defense at, at first base. Made a, made a really nice play in left field. Um, on a, you know, on a, on on we're in a place that he, you know, shouldn't be playing really. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, he, he had a good day. He swung the bat, hit hit some hit a couple of balls hard. Didn't get didn't get rewarded for it, but and then the bunt's a huge play. In that situation there, what, was the switch already made and then you found out after the fact that Lowe wasn't able to go? Is that what happened? Yeah. 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 Craig, we were actually wondering, because I don't know that we've seen that before, is is the rule that once you tell the umpire what you're going to do, that's it? And you can't go Yeah, we already, we already made the switch. We, we already made the switch. Yeah, there's, yeah. I mean, there's, otherwise you'd go back on a lot of stuff, I think, Adam. <laughs> well, if the guy hasn't even made it out there, I thought maybe they'd give you a... Uh, no, that's not, I don't like that. I don't think that's how it works. Is it too early to say right now with low, like how long you might be out or it's it's gonna be an IL placement. I don't length of time, I don't know. Yeah, it's an IL placement though. Particularly since the trade, how big has Boxberger been for you guys during this string of scoreless appearances he's had? Well, Brad's been a Brad's been valuable from from day one, I think, um, or day four, I guess. Maybe I, I would say, um, you know, he he's like I said, I think he's pitched in a number of different roles, and and again, it's you know, today was his third day in a row, um, and being able to take the ball on that third day is is valuable in itself. Um, and then he's just, he's like I said yesterday, just the low heartbeat is, is such a big deal. You know, he's able to pitch in these situations, not phased by anything, execute big pitches. And um, he, he's been, a, he's been a valuable, valuable guy for us. Craig, were you trying to stay away from Devin Williams today or was he on the yeah. list? Yeah, you... no, Devin was, yeah, I was, Devin was a no today. Is he okay? Yeah, he just just didn't feel good today, so we, we're going to stay away from him. Shaw with a couple of hits today. Obviously, he's been in the slide. You've kind of seen him starting to come around the last couple of days. It seems he's been hitting the ball hard, even though he wasn't getting hits. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Travis was has been in a slide, a little slump. You're right, um, but he's still he's still going to get a whole bunch of at bats for us, and. Um, so, you know, just it's just keep grinding through it and, and be productive. And, you know, he gave us a chance in the ninth there with a with a good, really good base running. I thought after, you know, getting the ball to fall, just really good base running. So gave us a chance and, and he'll, he'll continue to be an important player for us. Craig, do you kind of tip your cap to Jonathan's scope uh, to battle burns that long? And sometimes a guy hits those two long foul balls and the at bat often doesn't end well for a hitter, but. He hung in there. Yeah, he did. I mean, I, I thought probably just in a game, those he probably had as good of at bats against Corbin Burns for one player as we've seen this year. Um, so give him credit. He was he saw the ball well today and he hit some pretty good pitches um, and, and hit him hard. There he is, Craig Council after the Brewers' ten inning three to two victory. Uh, welcome back to. Uh, the fan here, and uh, we're going to get to uh, 
One of the heroes in, in today's game, Luis Urias, uh, in just a second here. But interesting that uh, Craig Council, Evan, uh, I thought it was interesting when he was talking about the bunt situation. And it was the same four guys involved. Keston's a good bunter. But in that, they, they too, like me, and as I said in, in the opening of the show, that you know we're all trying to figure this out, all of us, all the way down to us lowly fans here. Uh, not only the uh, the front offices, possibly, but but certainly the field managers and the players trying to figure out really what is the best strategy at home. And there's a difference, in my opinion, that that uh, we have to. Well, I I will make that uh, difference here in in the strategy. I think it's a little different on the road than at home. But uh, thought it was interesting that they're still trying to kind of maneuver their way through the strategy as well, Evan. Well, like our good, good uh, buddy Rami Makhlouf likes to say, it's about the numbers. And it's hard to argue with the numbers at this point. They are 2-0 and when they drop a bunt at home in the in True. extra innings. The numbers don't lie. They are 2-0. and So they're looking at the same numbers we are, and they see that it's been successful so far. And if it's working, why fix it? There's nothing broken. And and the difference was on Thursday, uh, the the next man up uh, did not get the ball in play. Um, Urias did not get the ball in play on Thursday, and then it was left to Jackie Bradley Jr. with two outs there. Okay, however, and Craig Council refuted this. I still think it affects your sequence of pitching when there's a man on third with two outs. Versus a man on second with two outs. I, I do. I, I think you want to refrain maybe from burying balls in, in the dirt a little bit. He disagreed with that on Thursday. So, I mean, again, what, what, what do I know? I personally think it does affect pitch selection, depending on where that, where that runner is and how many outs there are. But in today's case... Urias got the ball in play and got the game winner. Let's hear uh, from the Brewers. Well, soon to be, I would think, if if the trajectory is right with Travis Shaw, although he did have a base hit today, trajectory is uh, going to continue. I think you, you'll be seeing him at third base. A heck of a lot more here coming up. But let's hear from the Brewers. Super utility man. Hey, Luis, just uh, what were you looking for on that on that one-two pitch on the game winner? Honestly, I wasn't looking for for anything. Uh, I was just trying to 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 stay short to the ball and and thinking on drive it to the middle. And uh, I think uh, the guy that was throwing he was throwing uh, he was throwing heat, so I wasn't trying to do too much. I was trying to get a, a good pitch to hit, and I think that was like kind of outside. But <laughs> I'm glad that I stayed through it. Luis, the key to a lot of this is you guys continue to get great pitching um, just to stay close and then one big hit or two big hits can win the game. What do you think of the job those guys continue to do or, or have done for the first two months? I mean, they've been they've been doing an amazing job and hopefully they can stay healthy because I know they, they will continue to pitch like that way. I, uh, I think we really trust every, every pitcher that we have in, in our team. And I think that's uh, I think that's the biggest part that that makes us uh, like a dangerous team. Because I mean, I think when you have good pitching, that's when when you win uh, games and and World Series and everything. 
Luis, you had the nice three hit game over the weekend. I mean, just how, how good have your at-bats been over the last week of having a consistent approach for your results? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, uh, I, I've been playing uh, less, I would say, but I mean, I think I've been having a lot of opportunity to to stay at the play. Um, my kind of like uh, consistent and on having uh, good abs, and I mean I think it's something that is not it's not new. You know, last year I was kind of I was kind of uh, playing that role, and to be able to to play this year again like that, I mean it's it's nothing it's nothing new. It's nothing new, and and I'll be ready in any opportunity. Luis, what do you think about the job that Hira did today at first and then first time he's ever played left field in his professional career? Yeah, that, that's funny because uh, I think he he played uh, center field in college, something like that. He told me something about playing center field. And well, to be able to play left field today, that kind of proved everything to me because uh, I, I didn't believe in at all. So, but I mean, he did, he did an amazing job uh, defense and defensively and also to be able to, to put the, the bond down. I mean, that was, that, that was, that was huge. Luis, do you think that changes the, the end of the game or, or do you think he scores from second if you, you hit that ball where you did? Uh, no, definitely it changed completely the, the game because if the, let's say, Narvaez would stay at second. Uh, probably the outfielders, they, they would be like uh, deeper in this in the outfield. So I wouldn't I, I wouldn't even have a, a double, I think. So that that's changed everything. Yeah, he walked it off, uh, Luis Urias, and the Brewers get a 3-2-10 inning victory today. Their fifth consecutive victory, and now four games over 500 at 29 and 25. And 54 games into the season, uh, you know, a couple of things just just to button up that situational and, and the bunning and and, and all that. I mean, um, the the ground rule double there, the walk off double. I, I don't know if you can exactly say that that would have happened had the runner been at second base. Now the outfield would be a little in for the play at the plate on a base hit. But they certainly wouldn't be as far in as they were on a sack fly attempt. Well, and Urias just said that too, that that was a regular fly ball. So it was going to be a fly out. I mean, given the runner at second base, that was going to be a fly out. So, I mean, the clearly the bunt had an impact in this victory. There's no question about that. Nobody, I, I don't think there's much argument that can be made, maybe a little bit. But uh, they get it done. Now, the, the, the bad news here, uh, Lorenzo Cain, just when he's starting to have some impactful uh, presence and, and, and numbers and results uh, on, on a lot of these games, back to the IL, that is a tough pill to swallow here. As the Brewers just continue to get their challenges here. And, you know, is it, is it Tyrone Taylor? Is it going to be Corey Ray? Is there another... You know, idea in the mix. And by the way, speaking of uh, outfield, Keston Hira did play a little outfield his freshman year of college. <laughs> so, and it's just crazy how baseball works. You know, the baseball can pick on you a little bit. 
And you have an error at third base, and then you know, a couple of batters later, the ball just right back to you, and, and it just snowballs on you. Keston Hira goes out to left field and on one pitch has to make a play. That's some crazy stuff. Baseball gods are, are funny guys. You guys are, are really testing and, and challenging. Uh, we will hear from Corbin Burns coming up as uh, the Brewers get the victory. Also, Willie Adamas starting to become a fan favorite uh, for the crew here in the 2021 season. We'll hear from him as well. If you guys want to jump in here, I'll make room for you. 414-799-1250 as the Brewers get the victory in 10-3-2 final. Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway here on The Fan. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. final. Brewers get the victory, their fifth consecutive victory, and that means they're on a winning streak right now. And uh, they're four games over 500 at the 54-game mark, 130. Uh, 130. One-third of the season here. Uh, in the 2021 championship season. So we, we threw this out there on Twitter just to get a little bit of a uh, pulse check on uh, what you thought of the first third, first two months in. Evan, what do you have? Yeah, so we asked, because we've reached that one-third mark, how would you grade the Brewer season so far? 3% said great, 37% said good, 52% said holding their own, and 9% said they are underachieving. See, I'm a little torn on the underachieving part because you could say that they are based on a lot of the injuries. Uh, because... Yeah, I feel like you, f- you almost have to put an inconclusive on this. Almost. Yeah, given full health, do you think they'd be 29 and 25? You would assume they'd be better. Right. Yeah, they would be better. So, I mean, the, the underachieving should have, should have had maybe a few more votes, but holding their own, I, I, I guess, that, that has something to do with the injuries as well and the lack of offense. So they are sort of, in, in that regard, holding their own, and that's uh, leading the charge here uh, as the uh, Brewers, uh, again, uh, get the victory today. Now, in this six-game homestand here, four against the uh, Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks can't get out of their own way right now. Tigers are not uh, considered a good team. It's still a baseball game each and every night. Anybody uh, has the uh, chance and, and does beat anybody on any given night. Hell, the, the Tigers just swept the Yankees over the weekend. So figure that one out. But it's time to sort of push it, and maybe that's why you're seeing the bunt in extra frames on both Thursday and today. When you're seeing um, Craig Council allude to the fact that, you know, it's, it's, it's about the personnel involved here. So we're seeing a little light shed on the strategy part of it, and I'm fascinated by this. I really am. Nobody is an expert in or out of the game of baseball, whether it's you, the fans, or those guys that are on the field, nobody is an expert in, what, 50 games, 54 games this year, and 60 games last year. Nobody is an expert on that. Takes a little time to kind of figure out what to do in these situations. 
Um, so, uh, all that being said, I want to get to uh, a prediction here this week. I want and expect three of the next five victories. And that's a final game here uh, against the Tigers tomorrow, off day on Wednesday, and a four-game set against the D-backs starting Thursday. That would make it a four-and-two minimum run here in the six games. Is, is that fair? Based on the competition, based on the pitching, you're going to get Woody back in one of these next five games. You're going to get Peralta for sure in one of the next five games. So there's there's two legit shots at, at victories right there. I, Evan, does that seem fair? Three of the next five. I would say, yeah, that's the minimum that you should have against two not very great teams, four and two. So you would uh, you would be almost back to that high water mark at that point. That's that's seven over five hundred. That that's something to keep an eye on, uh, for sure. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. They get the job done today. Corbin Burns six innings. Uh, I thought is I, I thought he was pitching from behind a little bit too much. There were three or four full counts. The Jonathan Scope uh, at bat. Uh, in that uh, sixth inning, that that was that was a buzzkill right there. Fans were into it, twenty three thousand at American Family Field, and you know, a ten pitch at bat results in an RBI base hit. I, I thought a changeup should have uh, should have occurred at some point in that sequence, but we'll hear from uh, Willie Adamas coming up in just a bit here. But right now, let's hear from the Brewers starter, Corbin. That uh, that long battle with Johnny Scope. Um... Is that one where you kind of tip your cap to the hitter to hang in there, especially with those two near homers? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I obviously fell behind the count 2-0 there um, pretty quickly. So um, at that point, it makes it a lot tough for A.B. Um, obviously to, to work back into it against a, a dangerous hitter and then also to to continue to try to throw stuff that, you know, try to get him swing and miss. And he fouled off a lot of good pitches. And, um, you know, eventually I just didn't have – quite the finish on the cutter and he was able to hit in the left center. But um, yeah, I mean, he's, he, he had, I think two good ABs off me. I think he had a, a knock early. Um, and so I mean, he, he was up there, he was seeing the ball. Well, we were trying to mix it around and um, he just ma- managed to, to get a bat on just about everything. Seemed like other than that, Corbin um, stuff seemed to play pretty well today for you. Yeah, um, I think the cutter today was the best um, it had been since returning from the IL. Um, put some work in, in in the middle of the week to to try to get get that cutter back, and I think today was probably the probably the best it's been um, since since returning from the IL. And the other stuff was was decent. We didn't didn't really get to the slider much, and when we did, um, kind of popped out and um, you know, made a few mistakes with it. But um, yeah, other than that, the through the curveball pretty well. Changeup was good, and, and there's some good sinkers today as well. Corbin, uh, Keston is still looking for hits. He's, he's not getting them, but today seemed like a day where he had an impact on the game in the field with some plays at first and then getting thrown out in left field for the first time in his pro career. How, how do you think he's been hanging in and trying to do what he can do while he's trying to get the back going? I mean, Keston's been good. Um, obviously, he's he's not swinging the bat the, the way he wants, but – you know, he comes in with a, with a good attitude, puts the work in. Um, like you said, played a great first base today. Um, you know, made, made a couple of good catches over there and, and you know, doubled up uh, the guy first on a good diving play. So, 
um, you know, he's, he's coming in and, you know, he's, he's doing everything he can. He's, he's putting the work in. He's just, he's trying to be the best team player can be. So it's, uh, it's one of those things that I, you know, I, I think eventually it's going to turn for him. Um, and, um, you know, I think, I think the team will be, you know, a lot better and a lot better place. Um, you know, once he's, once he's swinging the bat, cause obviously he's, he's a huge impact bat, but, um, yeah, he's, he's, he does a great job coming every day. Um, good energy and, you know, putting his work in and, you know, just doing everything he can to get this thing turning. Uh, hey, Corbin, you mentioned the team. Um, you guys are kind of winning games out like you were earlier, good pitching and, you know, kind of just enough runs. How'd you guys as a team kind of weather that rough spot there where things weren't going so well? Um, I mean, that's baseball. Um, I think every team in a season, uh, every good team anyway, is going to have one of those stretches that, that you have to overcome and get through. Um, you know, we had, we had a couple of meetings of, Hey, let's just, you know, just keep pushing through it, keep pushing through it. It's, it's going to turn around and, um, I, I think that the DC series was, was kind of that turning point for us. Um, we threw the ball great. We hit the ball well, play good, play good defense. And, um, you know, we happened to come across a good, a good Detroit team today that, um, you know, swung the bat well and, and pitched well against us. And it was, it was good to come out on top. There he is, Corbin Burns, after the Brewers' 3-2-10 inning victory today. Pretty interesting comments there. A couple of meetings. Uh, during a, a what losing thirteen of seventeen, and and again for those that think uh, rah rah speeches are are out of bounds here in baseball, maybe they are. But I, I think a meeting just to keep your heads on straight would not be considered by definition a rah rah speech. But again, maybe leaning in that direction a little bit. Hang in there. I agree with him that teams are going to go into a funk once in a while. I mean, look at look at every team. Look at the Dodgers earlier this year. They 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 were brutal for a couple of weeks, and the Brewers trying to still dig out of that, losing thirteen of seventeen, but they're uh, well on their way. You know, the the challenges continue to happen here for the Brewers. Um, now again, another challenge, and Lorenzo Kane back to the IL. But you you just find a way. I think it's probably more of a testament to uh, Craig Council than anything else. I, d- I do. He says, uh, I, I, I didn't hear him say team meeting, but uh, maybe it was. Uh, maybe it was. Uh, I'm not sure of that. But, you know, they're braving the storm, or that storm looks to be behind them. They've won eight of their last ten now. So they're definitely playing some better baseball to get it done over the weekend, obviously sweeping the uh, Nationals and, I think part of an energy change here has been Willie Adamas. And I'm not saying he's the, he's the savior and hero coming in here, but I think he, in terms of chemistry, you guys, you guys watch Brewers baseball. You didn't see it on TV. You see it at, at American family field. He just seems to have this energy around him. And maybe that's just the, the timing was right. Uh, for an addition like that, and let alone his play on the field, both with the bat and defensively. So Willie Adamas has uh, changed a few things here uh, for the better. There's no question about that. Let's hear from the Brewers' shortstop after the victory. I guess Willie, uh, Willie, what do you think a moment like that does for uh, for Urias? It was it was amazing. He told me before the, the inning when we were going to the dugout, he said, I'm going to walk it off. I said, I know you got it. And, you know, it was it was amazing to watch it. It was even more because, you know, he told me that he was going to do it. So he had that confident 
you know, in himself that he was going to do it. And, you know, we were just there supporting. But I, I think I know it's big for him and for the team to get that win, you know. Uh, we need to keep rolling like that. I, I'm, I'm happy to see that, you know, we're playing better. And, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's always big for a guy to, to walk it off. And, you know, and for him, you know, I know he, he was happy about it. Willie, you're getting your first opportunities to hit here at American Family Field. I know we talked to you about hitting at the Trop, but what do you think about hitting here? A couple home runs so far. I'm feeling better. <laughs> I'm feeling way better. But yeah, today <clears throat> with the with the roof open, you know, I, I wanted to see uh, to see how 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 it was gonna be, because you know I heard it was it's a little shady when it's you know with, with, when you get those shadows, and you know I think it was. It's still better than the drop to hit the ball. You know, I see it, see it better. But yeah, I think I'm, I'm liking it. And you know, I love the fans though. The fans here, amazing. But uh, it's better. What do you think? Is it just the change in parks, or what do you think explains the how well you've been playing since you came over in this trade? What's what do you think is the reason? Um. I don't know, man. I feel like <clears throat> um, I just, I'm just, you know, I'm just work, working hard in the cages and, you know, just going there and trusting whatever work we put in in practice. And, you know, I'm just having fun. I'm just having fun, just enjoying the game. And uh, I don't know what to tell you. I just playing the game the way that I, I always do it. And, you know, I'm just happy to see that you know, we're getting some results now and, you know, we're winning a lot of games. Well, like Colton Wong made a couple of nice defensive plays next to you. What, what, what has stood out to you about playing next to Colton and just how you guys are playing defense together? It was amazing to watch the, those plays he made. I was so excited when he made that diving play today. It was special. <clears throat> you know, he, he's, he's too nasty in second base. He's, the, you know, the best. And, you know, he makes a lot of great place but to watch it live to watch it right next to him for me you know it's special because you always want to see that and when you have a guy like him that you know you're going to learn from him and you're going to watch those kind of plays every day it just blow my, blows my mind there he is Willie Adamas after the Brewers 3-2 victory talking about Colton Wong there at the end and I've said this before after getting a nice couple of months view of Colton Wong playing baseball Uh, those of you that uh, got some kids in in baseball and and, you know if you're a coach or whatever just tell those kids watch Colton Wong play the game of baseball every part of his game of baseball don't just have him watch him when he's uh, you know at the plate if you're at American Family Field with your little league team or whatever just watch him in the field it's just pretty impressive did not realize that he was that that he was all of that in terms of uh, all the tools of baseball. It's, it's, that's pretty cool. Adamas there as well, uh, giving us some insight. Luis Urias, <laughs> he told him he was going to walk it off. Good for you, Louie. Good for you. We'll take a break here. Come back, line you up for game two of this shortened two-game set against the Tigers. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway here on The Fan. What's on tap for the crew? What pitcher starts the next one? It's time for some forward thinking. 
on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. two-game set against the Tigers. But I uh, just wanted to roll this out there at the third mark here. Evan and I were looking at some numbers here one-third of the way through the season. And uh, I, let's, I guess let's start with the pitching staff. And, and I guess there's a, a couple of different ways you can break it down. I mean, you could go with starters, and we all know that uh, they're stacked there. But just pitching staff as a whole, the ERA and where they would rank here in the NL. Uh, really good. Just to, to put a one word on it right now, their team ERA in all of baseball is 3.62, which is ninth. Yeah, that's, that's great. That is really, really good. Uh, strikeouts right now. The team is, well, if we let our computer refresh, they're second in the NL and the entire major leagues. With 555 team strikeouts, mm-hmm. so as much as their offense has been striking out, their <laughs> their pitching staff has been as well. They do the same thing to the opposition for sure. Their WHIP wow. 1.14, which is I believe top 10 as well. If my computer would refresh, uh, yes, yeah, sixth, sixth in all of baseball in WHIP. So the pitching has done their job. There's no question, and I think everyone is uh, is well aware of that. However, I th- I do think that bullpen maybe uh, another arm, and and you know whether it's a, a a Patrick Weigel or maybe maybe another arm comes from outside the organization, but they're going to need one in the back end there. Uh, you went with uh, you know the other day over the weekend in in uh, in D.C. Uh, Suter, Boxberger, Williams, and Hader. Now you're not going to be able to do that every day. You're going to need to split that up a little bit. And is, is Richards the answer? I'm not so sure about that. Uh, Perdomo now is added to the IL. There's another casualty there. So I, it, there's going to have to be another arm. Is it Bettinger? I mean, maybe he, he might be tagged as the, as the long guy. So we'll, we'll have to see what, uh, what Stearns does. But, but an arm, in my opinion, is, is pretty vital. I don't know if it's realistically right now i think that's that that could be an addition maybe at the deadline or you know maybe a waiver kind of kind of trade uh after the deadline so we'll wait and see offensively this is where it gets a little testy as bob Euchre would say gets a little dicey in here (laughs) yeah uh the strikeouts are just uh, out of line here yeah the strikeouts they are almost last they've improved a little bit but they are 27th in baseball with 538. That's just it's just crazy numbers and and they're not the only team but the, someone's got to rank in a bad offensive year uh toward the bottom and that's not a good place to be. That's as we all know they've got to improve that. Their team batting average has been hovering around that 210 mark for a good chunk of the season here, Evan. Yeah, and 
they are second to last in all of baseball with a 211 average. The only team worse is the Seattle Mariners with a 205 average. Wow. wow. Pretty abysmal. And, and on base percentage, maybe improving slightly, but that has been hovering around that 300 mark. Yeah, it, just below it right now at 296, which puts them in 26th place in all of baseball. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's they're gonna have to find a way. They're finding ways to win despite those uh, uh, crazy offensive numbers. They are finding a way to win, and and really, if it has to come from within, that then it does. I mean, if there's m- no moves to be made here, then it's got to come from within. Keston here, it's got to come from within. Jackie Bradley Jr. Yes, it has to come from within. Christian Yelich. I mean, these are the types of guys that need to do some damage and not just, you know, again, there's, there's a time and a place where, you know, you're going to have to battle with a bunch of singles, a, a b- bunch of opposite field flares or whatever it might be. There's also times where you got to lay the lumber and that's what's missing here. I believe Avi has been doing a nice job. You look at the uh, amount of home runs, the what, seven home runs, uh, in the month he had two of all all of last year 60 you know 60 game season granted but well he surpassed his power numbers in a month of baseball here in the month of may avi garcia so there are some good things happening colton wong's been fairly consistent omar narvaez uh, again uh, trying to get back into it since being uh you know activated from the il so there are some uh some good things as well going on and obviously Willie Adamas has uh, provided a spark of energy. Game two tomorrow, uh, after the last pitch, you make the switch. We'll talk some Brewers baseball. Hopefully, after their sixth consecutive victory, uh, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Eric Lauer gets the start again, a 2-8 ERA. Evan, he's been pretty decent this year for the crew. If he continues to pitch like this, we might have to revisit this trade for about the seventh time so far. <laughs> or 17th time. Right. Yeah. But he, I mean, he's a guy who's a little bit like Brent Suter in that he doesn't throw hard, but he commands the game by just going at his speed. He has some pretty good stuff, good command. When he's rolling, he is rolling. So if he keeps going... This six-man rotation that Council and Stearns have dreamed of might be a reality. Matthew Boyd on the hill for the Detroit Tigers. And uh, like I said, we'll see you after the game uh, tomorrow night. Then an off day on Wednesday, then a four-game set with four different game times against the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. I believe it's a 640-710-310-110 series. Yeah, (laughs) last I checked, I believe that is correct. Wow, that's that's crazy. But you can count on me being here. I will be here, and we'll go from there and talk some Brewers baseball. Big win for the crew today as they take game one of this two-game set against the Tigers. Uh, for Evan Heffelfinger, my name is Tim Allen. You guys have a, a great rest of your day. And remember, take a couple of moments to uh, think about who has sacrificed uh, with the biggest um, sacrifice you can possibly do. Uh, in our military uh, to memorialize the fallen soldier and the uh, military personnel that have lost their lives to provide us with a lot of benefits in in our great country. You guys have a great night. And uh, remember, as always, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.